0: You're listening to the Crystal Clarity Podcast. Well, hello, and welcome to episode nine. This episode is really special and important. This is all about clearing energetic imprints from stones in jewelry. Energetic imprints can include emotions that have been traveling in that stone, beliefs, programs, karmas, conditioning, deep, energy that if you got a stone from great aunt Millie, or, you know, it's something that you got proposed to with this diamond. And it was like passing through your partner's family for many generations, stones that have certain bonds like that with families, um, stones that run in bloodlines, stones that have connection to ancestry, stones that have connection to genetics, stones that people consider you know, their special ring or their magic ring or their power necklace or their power piece. There's going to be a lot of information exchange between stones and their people when people consider them as important like that. So today's episode is all about how to clear and recharge stones inside jewelry. I'm going to tell you about a couple of the stones that you really want to do this for. They're so highly imprintable and they're so highly empathic that you really want to make sure that you do this really simple ritual with these stones. I'm going to talk to you about the one stone that I use to do this work. The the number one main player primary stone I use to clear jewelry and I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. So it's simple and you can do it at home and it's a great practice and let's get right into episode nine. Welcome to the Crystal Clarity Podcast. It's time to settle in once again with the stones. Together, we'll illuminate stones and crystals in healing and spiritual alchemy and then go beyond, exploring land healing, earth grids, sacred sites, and all rocks in the wild. My name is Sarah Thomas. I'm a healer and educator in ancient stone medicine and future crystal technologies that heal and awaken. All right, let's get into some crystal clarity. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Crystal Clarity Podcast. My name is Sarah Thomas, and I will be your host for this adventure today as we enter into episode nine. And before we begin, I would love to let you know that if you are ready to take a stone medicine or crystal healing class that relates to your life and what you're going through and what you need remember that you can take one with me at upperclarity.com where we have many different classes. We have small classes, bigger classes, and we do have full certification courses on stone and crystal medicine where you can become certified as a stone medicine practitioner. And every year in the fall, we do one of our certification courses that is actually called Enter the Cave. And so if you're ready to take a certification course, you might wanna do it with me at upperclarity.com. Wanted to invite you to that, and now that you are here, let's dive into some of the knowledge that can light your path today. You know, I don't say these things too much. Um, I, I limit them a little bit because sometimes when I when I speak like I'm about to, I stir up fear, or some people get afraid, or they feel somewhat disempowered. Around the energetic imprints that can be in stones. But today I want to talk about this directly and I want to start with a little story. And recently I was at a gem show and it was a full day of being with all these stones and crystals and outside tents and inside tents and so many different vendors and so many different crystals and they're all laid out and displayed. And I had a great day at the gem show and didn't have any kind of problem. I mean, I came home a little bit tired just because it's a full day of shopping in the sun. And when I went into meditation after that, which was within 48 hours, I can't remember if it was the next day exactly. It was sometime soon that I, it was the next time that I dropped in. And the next time that I really dropped into myself and I was sitting quietly and I let myself relax and ground to the earth and really sink into the quiet within which is where we get all of our information and revelation. I tapped into something really interesting that I had picked up at the gem show. And what I saw was all of this human anxiety that my body had picked up through all the humans and the stones at the show And it was like this collective wave of human anxiety that was over all of the stones and that the people were sharing with the stones and then the stones were recording and sharing back with the people. And I almost saw it as like this whole fog, this collective human anxiety that was there at that show and kind of radiating from the stones because they were imprinted. And there was a part in my body that was in resonance with that, or I wouldn't have been able to make the energetic exchange, right? Because when two things come into resonance, they start to exchange information. So I have some level inside me that is also in this anxiety, or I would not have been able to even pick it up in the first place and, or then read it later. It was a really collective anxiety though. And I'm gonna get a little bit even weirder and tell you what this anxiety was about because it was specific to something. The anxiety that I could read through the logic of my heart and my body, which is not logic, actually, it's not mental. It's the things that we know when we sink down into our heart and body and all of the vastness of information stored there. We are crystals that store so much information. What I was tuning into and what I was seeing, what I was shown was actually collective human anxiety about apocalyptic events. I saw the anxiety that we carry related to the world coming to endings in the past and many ancient traditions are sharing and coming out that we are headed towards a sixth global mass extinction. And whether or not that is accurate or we can shift that timeline or what will happen, it is interesting to feel all of these old traditions coming out talking about heading towards another mass extinction mass extinction when there have been many in the past. And I myself just personally do resonate with the concept of kind of like global resets and things that have happened here. Like that there I, I believe there has been millions and billions of years of of information civilizations there things that have come and gone that we have no record of whatsoever just so much has happened here on this earth in my humble opinion that we don't know about but somewhere in our bodies we know about because the collective of humanity is one and you know what we can see and recognize usurps time and space so i was seeing that there was this anxiety in all of the stones coming from people about apocalyptic events in the past and potentially in the future. And there are certain sources that do talk about that we are under this collective trauma from past apocalyptic events, past times, and there's been massive cataclysms on the earth. And we have that recorded in our body and we still feel that. So it was a really deep thing that I picked up on. It was a really deep thing that was there and stored in the stones. And for some reason, I was meant to come into resonance with that and clear it. And I did that clearing work actually with a stone, with stone medicine as well. And I feel like the stones were good beacons to kind of point me to that. And this is also, you know, I like to remind myself and you all that the little work that we do in our meditations or our own little magic rooms and our own little chambers actually make an effect on reality. So they mean something there's meaning. And when I allowed myself to clear some of that anxiety that I felt at the show, it was, it's meaningful to all of us. It helped us all clear some of that anxiety. So what we do in ourselves is it it translates the inner translates to the outer. Now I don't talk about, you know, I wasn't expecting to feel that. I mean, there's no part of me that was expecting to feel that. There's no, it's just, it was almost like I was assigned to do that work. I was assigned to see that and help transmute that and evolve that. I had no idea I was going to see that. And it's just a pointer to the fact that stones pick up a lot of information. They are reading information all the time and that you and I pick up a lot of information. We are crystals. As I said, we are conscious about of about 1% or less of everything that our bodies know. Our bodies know a lot more than we realize. And it's interesting how our senses are picking that up. Like it's, you're smelling the anxiety, you're hearing the anxiety there's ways that your senses are actually picking all that up to become your sixth sense. But our bodies are these vast archives that are these vast records. And the stones are also extremely empathic and they pick things up. And the reason that I don't talk about this that much is because like, it tends to stir people to feel afraid. And they're like, well, well, then what's in my stones? And I don't feel safe now to use this or that. And and I I don't want to talk about things often that, that make people feel disempowered. So today's episode, is how to empower yourself around this issue. And if you are like, oh well, what Sarah is saying is already quite strange. I mean, I don't know that there are, you know, human collective energies inside stones and and if that's in there, what else is there? I, I want to invite you to to step a little deeper in today because if you're gonna unlock the potential in stones and work with them and receive the benefits of them, really. Um, You have to kind of lay down the story that you are a linear being, having a linear experience. Um, You're actually a multidimensional being having a multidimensional experience. And when you step into that, you can really open up into the record of the stones. You are engaged with not just this lifetime, timeline, reality, and dimension. You're engaged with many lifetimes timelines realities and dimensions and your body stores a lot of that and we all know this you know uh so it's it's an invitation today to step into that to be like okay i am when i'm working with stones engaging with different lifetimes timelines realities and dimensions and i am willing to step in to see all of the things that the stones are in touch with in all of those lifetimes timelines realities and dimensions the stones are trans-dimensional they are here in this reality and then they also branch out into all of the other realities just like we do so information is passed from all of these other realities through stones into ours and back out that's why stones are in all the temples of the world i'm pointing to a picture right now to those of you that are listening of a stone inside a temple uh, because they absorb store and transmit frequency consciousness and energy from not just this world so Today, I'd like to talk with you about how to face this all head on, that there are definitely energetic imprints inside stones, and they can be inside jewelry that has been passed on to you. If you've received uh, jewelry from, maybe you got married and you got a piece, a stone or crystal from the other side of the family, and now you're wearing that and you don't know what kind of energetic imprints or emotions happening to the people that were also wearing that and how that got in the stone and now you're wearing that. And what can happen is these little energetic tendrils can come up and you can start to feel things that are not necessarily yours, right? Maybe you have a little bit of a ability to work with them or transmute them. Like I was talking about with myself at the gem show, And maybe they're not your business at all. Like there's no reason for you to be feeling these things or carrying around, you know, your great aunt Matilda's betrayal that she felt in her heart, or, you know, carrying around your great, great, great grandmother on the other side, on your husband's side or on your wife's side or whatever that is, uh, the sadness that they carried in their heart because stones pick that up. And especially when you, have a stone and you really kind of feel it like it's your medicine piece or it's your important piece or, you know, this diamond is my diamond or this, these pearls are so important. And when we, when we make that kind of pact with a stone, like we're calling it a medicine piece or a power piece or a talisman or something that's been passed down when the more relationship we have with a stone, the more energetic exchange there's going to be. So it's these pieces that are passed down and these pieces you might've been given that actually have great energetic exchanges with other people. Just think of the rings and stuff being passed down in the royal families, all the things that those are carrying. So let's move into a process for you to clear and recharge some of the special jewelry that you might have so that you can feel empowered in this process. I also, you know, this is a synchronicity and kind of a pointing to do this episode. I don't really pre-plan these episodes. I just record when it's time to bring something I got an email from a student and she was really astutely telling me, letting me know that she had this great revelation where all of her stones in her collection kind of showed her what they were carrying of hers. And they showed her that her ego, um, and I mean herself, not like her, I'm more important than other people, but herself, kind of like her her psychological identification with herself had been having this exchange with her stones. And when she was starting to just start to transform and evolve into this new place, her stones were like, well, we're still holding all of this energetic exchange from the consciousness that you were. And if you want to shift to this new consciousness, then we need to do something about all of the records inside of us. So she felt all of that. And she felt that the old person that she was was stored in the stones. And so she went through this process of getting rid of a lot of stones and then go through the process of clearing some of the stones, but she kind of had the courage to, to see all of it. And stones will always be a mirror for you. So they reflected that for her. I cannot wait. Oops, I bumped my mic, but I just can't wait for y'all to feel more about the soul level exchanges that you are actually having with your stones, especially when you use them with intention. There are major things going on with you and your stones that I hope to illuminate even more um, together as we go forward. We are going to today work with a really simple method. I'm going to take a little bit of time, just a few minutes to tell you why it works, but it's actually a really simple method for clearing and recharging your jewelry. What I want to do is take the outdoors indoors. So you can clear and recharge your jewelry outdoors with the earth. It's a great way to do it. The earth is an incredible spiritual ally to work with. These are all her babies. All of these stones and crystals are like, she knows them, she remembers them, she made them all. They're like her precious treasures. And you can clear and recharge directly with her on the earth. But I know because we're talking about special jewelry and because some people don't have access to outdoor areas that are safe, we wanna have a method where we bring it indoors. We wanna have a method where you can do this inside safely. So I'm going to tell you how to bring the outdoors indoors today to do this. And we're going to do it with hematite. We are going to bring the outdoors indoors with hematite. Hematite. Why hematite? How bring the outdoors indoors with hematite? Well, I'm going to start with why. Hematite is source energy itself. Hematite is the core source. It is like the great mother. It is the grandmother of all of the other stones. It is the grandmother of all things. I mean, it's the grandmother of all the plants because all the stones kind of give all of their nutrients and energy and vital life force for the plants who are the mother to take that forward. And the stones are kind of the grandmother of them. And then hematite itself is the source energy, core energy of really the yin principle, uh, the the great mother of us all. Let's just say, trying to sum that up. But so hematite is a source energy. It's like a the the divine mother energy, and it gives birth to all things. We'll say it like that. Hematite also has an incredible relationship with the earth because the earth is mostly iron oxide and nickel, etc. there is this magnetic field that emerges from the earth. And hematite is mostly iron oxide and has a slight magnetic energy to it. So hematite can become kind of a holographic representation of the earth. And we can work with hematite to draw the earth to where we wanna draw the earth to. We can work with hematite to magnetize the earth to where we want to magnetize the earth too. So I want you to think about working with hematite to magnetize the spirit of the earth to your altar or to the sacred space in your home. If you don't have an altar, any place in your home that feels alive, maybe it's where you keep your plants or it's on the windowsill, just somewhere that feels like there's life force and she in that place, you can draw the spirit of the earth to that place with hematite. And I'm going to ask you to, oh. The other huge reason is that hematite is full of red. You know, it looks silver or dark black on the outside, but when you scrape a piece of hematite along a piece of paper, it makes a red streak. It makes a blood red streak. Inside hematite is real red iron, what we make red ochre from, what we make red pigments from. So there's this depth of like blood from the earth. It's like the red blood core yin, mother of the earth. And that relates to ancestry. That relates to blood lines. Blood relates to what's being passed down through the family. So it is especially resonant with something that comes down from your ancestors or has been traveling through the bloodlines. came from your mother or father. Uh, that way there is a resonance inside hematite to ancestry. It actually has names in the ancient past that relate to ancestry. It has this correlation with the blood, which is also highly imprintable. Our blood is actually what's kind of remembering everything and where we carry our own memory. So hematite is like this stone that is pure divine mother, yin source, source of all things energy with a direct beautiful magnetic connection to the earth spirit itself. And it is full of blood. So it has the resonance of memory through the blood, but more importantly, even it has the resonance of ancestry through the blood. It's perfect for clearing imprints in jewelry, especially heirloom jewelry or passed down jewelry or jewelry from an estate sale or amber necklace that you've put on your child so they can teeth Uh, It is good for all imprints and all stones, because what we're actually going to do is make a hematite grid. And it's a very simple grid because it's just a hematite circle. So I would like you to get pieces of hematite mineral and put them in a circle. And that is going to be where you clear and recharge this jewelry piece. So how many pieces to put in the circle? There is a great Energy where the energy will just lock in well with a number five. So, five pieces of hematite in a circle. Uh, five is about materiality in the earth. So, it's a good number for magic. And eight is a great number, which is about the great mystery and infinity and calling in energy that you wouldn't even know how to ask for, like miracle energy. The number 16 is a double of eight and has a really good sound, good energy to it. And also the number 36 is a beautiful energy. That's about wholeness. So if you get five, eight, 16, or 36 pieces of hematite and make a circle with it, you are going to be drawing the spirit of the earth to that circle. That's your intention. You will go to that circle. Once you build it, by the way, if you would like to just get a bowl of hematite, like a lot of little pieces of hematite you have, you can just put them in a bowl and or if you have a big piece of hematite like a big slab of hematite you can just use that big slab and put the jewelry on the slab the important thing is that you realize that the the spiritual being that is doing the clearing recharging is the earth itself the spirit of the earth so this is a living thing you know this is a dynamic relationship when you build the circle or you have the bowl or you have the slab you're going to call the earth to come to the circle you're going to evoke the magnetic connection between hematite and the earth you're going to call the earth to come to the circle so if you don't have a relationship with the earth like as a living thing just be like a child be like a child calling a friend these spiritual beings and allies they cannot resist you when you are like a child calling a friend just the innocence of it, the open heartedness of it will get you so far. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have done this 10,000 times. It is just, well, I'm going to be curious. I'm going to see how this goes. I'm going to have an open heart about this. That is very, very powerful. So go in, go to your circle on your altar or in a special place in your home and call the spirit of the earth ask the spirit of the earth to come into the circle. It's like truly like building a portal. It's a portal right there where the spirit of the earth can come up and say, hello, here I am, can come up through the portal. Now that the earth has been called with your intention, you place the jewelry into the center of the hematite circle, and you can ask the earth to clear the jewelry of any emotions, imprints, energetics, karmas, programming, conditioning. You don't have to remember all those words. You can say, please clear this of anything no longer needed. Anything no longer needed that I will not need going forward. Just please compost that all. Please take that all and just transmute all of that for me. So ask with love. And then you can even ask will you please upload or charge this piece with anything that I will need going forward? Anything that I don't even know how to ask for? Any frequencies, any codes for me that would really be beautiful for me going forward that I don't even know how to name. So you kind of open that piece up to let the intelligence of the earth figure all of this out. You don't have to know what's imprinted in the jewelry at all. You don't have to go into meditation or anything and figure out what's imprinted into the jewelry. That's the beauty of this. You're working with a higher intelligence being the earth itself. So you're kind of giving it to something of much higher intelligence to do this work. You're asking a higher guide to do this work. So you're asking the earth to clear of anything that's no longer needed and then ask the earth through the hematite portal to upload or charge The jewelry piece with anything that might be needed, and all the beautiful miracles that you don't even know how to ask for, and all the encodements that you may need. This is powerful. This is really special. Um, You know, you can, if you feel so called, leave an offering there. You can get some flowers and place it there. You can put something that you made there. You can put a little bit of honey. You can put something sweet. You can tune into the earth and be like, what would you like as an offering, just something sweet to give back to you for this exchange and just listen and place it there. The other thing that I want you to listen for is the length of time that this is going to be there. The earth itself, and this is a good practice to just get in relationship with your intuition and your speaking with the earth. She might say, I need you to leave this here for three days. She might say, I need you to leave this here for just 24 hours and I'll take care of all of it. You might hear, I would like you to leave this here for three weeks to really let this like, whoa, all this clear and recharge. She might say, I need you to leave this here for three months. She might say, I need you to leave this here for six months. And your whole process is to listen. And interestingly, you know, when we're working with this, we're working with something that usurps time and space. So all of it can happen in an instant. But the thing, the little nuance for you to kind of remember is that the length of time is sometimes based on what you need to hear, what you need to Believe. And what I mean is, what would clear your own conditionings and beliefs, and what would clear your own kind of karmas or ideas or programs about what's happening here? Sometimes what we hear back is more about helping us than what the earth actually needs. And what I mean by that is, if you know there is a lot going on with this pearl necklace from great Aunt Rita then you may hear something like three months and the earth is wise enough to know that for you to believe that this is all cleared you needed that time stamp you needed that amount of time to get that so i hope that you can read that nuance that sometimes what we hear is just actually what we need to hear and uh just trust it trust whatever you hear it may be something quick remember it can happen in an instant and it may be something that takes some time and you might be getting put into a process during that time where you are unlinking or clearing, but none of this you have to manage yourself. This is not about you figuring it out or doing. This whole thing is about surrendering to a being of greater intelligence, one that is, you know, a mother to all of the stones, and one that all of the stones in all of us and all of our bones will go back to her at the end. So, After the process, you can take it and your jewelry will be cleared and that's it. That is it. You can, if you want to cover the piece, you can put it in a little bag, in a little silk bag or just a piece of silk, just fold it over. It doesn't have to be a bag. Or if you resonate with um, some, some kind of organic cotton or something from your yard or something where you're feeling like, I feel like I should put this in this bundle of leaves while it's clearing, or, you know, there, there may be different things that come up to help you clear it, to put it in, to have it covered. And the whole thing is that when you build this hematite grid, this hematite circle, you open ritual space. So when you open ritual space and and you're speaking with the mystery, you're speaking with the divine, like that's a holy time where you may hear different things, you know, about what to offer, how long to leave it, uh, what you might want to put it in. You might just hear other things. I mean, I might want a certain kind of water to wash off in before it goes in. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to how to do this. That is really all that it takes. The more that you kind of relate to the earth itself and the closer that bond becomes because relationship is the great activator, the more the power of your medicine will really stir and come up. It's all about that relationship, but you have to start somewhere. So if you don't have a relationship with the mother earth very much right now, just start like a child calling in a friend. That's all it is. There are certain stones that really could use your support in this area. One of them is opal. And one of them is pearl. And I want to bring this up because opal and pearl are so imprintable. They are so empathic. They're like babies. They're recording everything. And to, to learn to work with all of the empathic nature of these stones, like to work with it well, to work with it for good, to work with it right, we'll get there in the future. Right now, just know those are so empathic that you want to be particularly careful if you have pearl or opal. I don't mean careful. I just mean conscious. Like if you have that kind of jewelry, really take to heart this episode and this ritual and really let yourself do this work because they they do pick up so much and you do not want to be carrying someone else's like deep self-worth issue or someone else's uh, belief, you know, that everything's going to turn out bad or these things that we carry are so deep. And if someone had a relationship with that stone, and it got imprinted in it. You just you don't need that as another part of the energy that you're dealing with in your life. So stones like diamond and gold have a little bit more of their own, you know, strength. They're a little bit less imprintable. I would still do that with these stones, but when you're getting into pearl, opal, something like amber, you want to really take care of it and clear the imprints. So, I think I want to leave it at that for you today. That is how to clear imprints and energy from jewelry with hematite. And thank you so much for coming today. And one of the big things about this episode is one to pass on. It's definitely one to give someone, share this episode because if people don't know, they don't know. And they might have been wanting to clear their jewelry for a long time or have something going on, some energetic exchange going on that can end at this point and if they don't know they don't know so share the episode with them and thank you so much for doing that and i will see you in the next episode of the crystal clarity podcast thank you so much thank you so much for coming to today's episode of the crystal clarity podcast if you enjoyed the episode please share it with someone that you love go ahead and send it over to them If you want to be notified of new episodes when they come up, just hit that subscribe button. And also, if you want to tell me in the comments what you'd like to learn more about or what you learned from today's episode, let me know. I read all the comments. So I'll see you in the next episode.